What's up, everybody? This is Late Night Peace of My Mind with uh, me. I'm Bailey Stanfield, and over here we got Zach Scriven. What We're is up, guys? About to talk some stuff, you know? This is about to get deep. I titled it Dropping Everything and Starting. I figured that was a nice, nice, dude. nice okay. title. Uh, one thing that was interesting that happened this weekend so, a little bit of a backstory for you know, for you or for those people that aren't following me on LinkedIn. Um, I, 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 some, some other creator, her name is Casey Jones was said she was going to this event and that we should go and it was in Portland and I'm like, all right, let's go. Cause you know, I have free flight benefits. So I basically, and I had Airbnb, uh, state credit. So I basically just got to go there for like, you know, lifts and stuff. Like that's my only really expense. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm like, why not? So I go there. And it was really cool getting to talk to her from her perspective because she's got like 6,000, 7,000 followers on LinkedIn. I only have like 1,400. Mm -hmm. But like to hear validation from her that she's like, yeah, this is like really crazy because, you know, her like me, like when we first started, you just put a raw, like a one minute upload of you just talking and it's not like very high quality, like not saying it's high quality, but it's not like it's more about what you're saying than like editing tricks, right? Like on YouTube, yeah. everything is super edited where on LinkedIn it's kind of weird it's like kind of raw even though it's a professional website and uh, so we were kind of talking about that and she's it kind of is validating what I am seeing also that it's like an opportunity so I'm like that's why I wanted to jump on that opportunity and be a full-time LinkedIn creator and yeah so that's what I'm doing so I was like vlogging every day like I did two vlogs on Sunday and uh, like people that I were at the event saw that vlog before like I even met them. They like mm. knew who I was before I went there. That's, so that was pretty awesome. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Dang. Uh, so then I'm going to probably go to Dallas later this week. There's two other creators that are really cool. Uh, their names are Kyle, Kyle and Kyle. And they do a show called Coffee with Kyle's. Yes. And it's it's basically blowing up. Like that Kurt Mercedante guy was actually on their podcast last week, like four days ago. Was that the video that you sent? I saw you sent a video on LinkedIn that I went and watched. Was that the guy? Uh, I think it see. was. The guy with the beard? Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Was it, and it was the coffee with coffee. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. because I really liked their intro video, and I was like, dude, you got to teach me how to do something like that. Because <laughs> uh, that's one thing my skill set on editing is not that high, but as I'm doing it every day, it's getting better, you know? Yeah. What like, are you I've using? Uh, so this, these little mini vlogs, I was using Adobe Clip. I've never even heard of that. Isn't it it's, on your phone? Yeah. So that's, it's basically, it allows you to just put together the clips and then, um, and then, you know, so it's not just like a one, like, cause I was just doing initially where I was just like holding the phone and just talking for like a minute or two minutes. And sometimes I'll still do that. But like for the Portland thing, it's like, I had a little bit of where I'm walking through the airport and then I get to the hotel you know the airbnb and then i get to a pizza place and yeah. then i you know i'm telling the whole story and then like a little bit of the conference and then me just having coffee with casey and stuff like that so um yeah and then like some of the people they're like they thought it was really cool you know so i was like all right it's so encouraging when you when you get to actually talk to the people that watch your videos you know so yes i agree that was that was, that was cool um Sweet. Yeah, and just getting to see Portland. They're very hipster there, so yeah. I was like having a little bit of a culture shock. Even though I'm kind of like used to that, it just was weird seeing it like everywhere, right? Like, you know? Um, have you ever seen the show Portlandia? No, what is that? It's a show with uh, Fred Armiston and Carrie something, like Brownstein or something. But they, uh, it's just, it's, it's this ridiculous show about Portland and it seems ridiculous but apparently it's super accurate like it's exactly like what portland's like and they'll, they'll like uh have these stores that are women's bookstores where the whole thing is like women's bookstore but it's like all these niche markets i don't know it, it's a show that you gotta you gotta see it's legit it's on um you, did you say it was on netflix yeah portlandia it's a ifc original which is interesting like the tv channel ifc okay so i just realized i'm live on my channel uh with the title day 38 bible in 90 days <laughs> sweet 
That's what they call me. I always forget to update the titles before I go live. It's like the one thing that always gets me. I Yeah, I do the same. I, like today I was doing one of my Fortnite streams and I had forgotten to update it. And I literally pushed live and realized like two seconds later and ended it. And I had a two second video that was uploaded. But <laughs> Dude, So tell me, tell me about your uh, live streams and how that's been going and what 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 you've been seeing with that. So this is, I don't even, I mean, I still am trying to, like I have a, a board of all the days that I'm trying to do things like Monday through Monday, like, and, uh, okay. I want to have a day. Like I want to, obviously I want to be doing something every single day, but it's what I'm going to be doing each of those days. And I've been trying to do uh, gaming live streams on a separate channel that I've created under our like umbrella, quiet wave. wave. Yeah. Umbrella. And it's, so it's quiet wave gaming, but we are trying to do Fortnite, which is like the big game right now. And I've never really, really been a gamer, but it's such a quick game that can be. Oops. I had your audio, uh, audio down. Oh, that's okay. Talking about, talking about streaming on Fortnite and quiet wave gaming. Um, it, it wasn't all the way muted. It was just but quiet. It was, yeah. Cause I faded when I did the intro video, oh, 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 oh. I, I faded down. Uh, yeah, my bad. No, you're good. Um, let's see. Streaming. This is just an informal podcast. No, that well, that's that's how I roll. That's like, that's my forte. So yeah, you're you're streaming. It seems like you've been getting a lot of viewers, building a community. It's having yeah. fun with it. It's definitely having fun with it, and it's a really really slow building community, but it's a like a strong one. Like it, I mean, I bet we've got, I I, I would say it's like 15 regular members. And yeah. with the nature of it, it's, I mean, like it's a battle royale four person thing. So you have four people that are in it and it'll be, I mean, people from the stream that watch it that come in nice. and it's, so it's, it's cool. sweet. The, that, that's kind of why I continue to do it because it's such an interactive thing. Like yeah. gaming streaming is such an interactive thing, but, um, so that's been fun. I'm trying to make these like do a talking podcast a once a week kind of thing. And Monday is what I've been shooting for, which was perfect for this. Um, Sweet. But I want to have, I don't know. I, I want to have a schedule, like a structured schedule. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been trying to bump my podcast to two a week. I did two last week and that mm. was pretty cool. And so I had, I had to return the sure SM seven B and oh, everything. No. Why is that? Cause the whole setup was like $1,500 and, um, it was just like not smart to spend that much money when I just lost my income. <laughs> Which, you went so strong to the hole. You committed. And I then... know. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I probably could have made it work. It just would have been tight until I get some more money coming in. Yeah. yeah. But I, the money is going to be coming in here pretty soon. So I'm working with a company to kind of be like a sponsor and me to sponsor their brand, uh, like me to represent them as a brand mm-hmm. and, and, and online presence and handle their digital marketing yeah uh like website updates blog updates uh like a youtube like a youtube video like once a week or something like that just to kind of help build their online presence build their awareness you know like a lot of the content will be geared at putting value back into the community not like oh hey you know these are our services because that shit doesn't work anyways yeah. you know what i'm saying so are so you I, I see it being pretty cool like I, I see myself being able to provide a lot of value in that capacity because one, I like social media, and two, I I know the industry, so mm-hmm. I know all the technical jargon and and such. So, and it allows me to just work from home and and continue. Um, so basically, I'll be doing their their content marketing. They'll be a sponsor of my podcast, and then basically, I my the rest of the time I can do whatever I want with. You know, I have like some creative freedom. Yeah, are you the sole creator, or there is it like a small? Team? I don't know yet. In the in the proposal that I sent them, I I worded it like as a company, like we are, you know. Hmm. Um, I did put a personal personalized note. Actually, I put a personalized video, and I think that really went a long way to get them on board and hmm. like really sell them on the vision. And um, you know, because it's it's a lot of money that they're going to be committing to marketing, right? Especially yeah. if they like I th- their LinkedIn page has like fifty followers right now. I mean, we could totally boost that, you know, but like my goal is like, all right, let's get the whole world or your entire addressable market at least like at least aware of your company's name. Yeah. Yeah. Spread the awareness. Right. And then 
so, so at the same time, while me building my own personal brand, like, and, and if their, their concept, their, their, like their core values are similar to mine. So it's like, we're not, it's not even like, it's really it, a win-win. Yeah. I'd want to represent them anyway. Cause what they are doing is cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, they'll basically be like the logo on my sleeve, you know? Yeah. I've that's been... kind of how I see it working. Cause there's, it's not like I want to work for them and be an employee. Cause I know like just with my life and my daughter and the things that I want to do, it, it won't really work out. So, and it's nicer too, cause then it's not as expensive on them and I can maybe eventually pick up more clients. So yeah, the question is, do I want to scale it or do I want to be a solo creator? I don't really know yet. I think I'm going to take the next three to six months to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think I would that- like, I would have, I would like to have someone to help me film like Albert, like he's the drone guy. I mean, he, he goes hiking with me. So I, I think I'm going to have help, but yeah. whether I'm just going to like, you know, you know, just pay him under the table just for helping me out for a day or here or two or there, or actually have him on payroll and, and have it legit. That's to, to be decided. I don't know, you know? Yeah. But it sounds like you're like the face of the brand. Yes. Yes. That's I mean, sweet. the company is Zach Scriven Media. So whether that's limiting myself or not, I mean, I guess I could always like rebrand it, like make it ZS media or something, you know, kind of, or Scriven media, something down the road or, yeah. but I mean, it's, it's not a bad idea. Cause you know, like even just the social media marketing alone, you know, people will pay a lot of money to have that managed. That's like a job, right? Yeah. So then if I combine that with my own personal brand and my industry expertise, now it's like a super power. Yes. <laughs> this is the way, that's the way I see it, you know, it's true. And then like, a lot of people have been listening to the podcast, so you know, thank you guys if you guys are listening. Um, it's weird, like, I I feel like I kind of bring out the best in some of these people. Like, the other day I had uh, Mr. Sean Tierney on the podcast. He's like an online PLC training, you know, expert. Like he's been doing it for like four or five years, like just blogging, and then he all started an online training academy, and he does that full time, and. You know, in his videos, he's very formal, professional, but like in the podcast, it's like we're actually getting to see him as a person, right? And people like that, you know, mm-hmm. like they want to make a connection with that person uh, and not, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I've been noticing like in these past few podcasts that I've been recording, the theme is to work, to try to be symbiotic. Like you always want your work to work for the person you're working for and vice versa, which it sounds like that's exactly where you're like heading to. So if it like whatever, let's say it fails, then I at least got paid to figure that out. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. And and it's going to be enough that I need or, you know, and like tomorrow I'm going to go do some like four hours of like contract work. So, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe have like a day or two like that here and there. And that's like, you know, 80, hundred bucks an hour could be, Right now it's like 70 is what I'm charging them. But you know, that's, that's not, that's, that's just more out of a favor, you know, that's not my primary focus. In fact, it's kind of a distraction, but it at least gives me something else to do and still kind of keep my skills up to, you know, stuff. Yes. Yes. That's sweet. So was the Portland thing part of the like brand? That was, uh, no, no, no. The Portland thing is so yeah, so the, the brand deal would be kind of broken down into three categories. Um, the, 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 the partnership that I'm working on, the way, I, the way I structured it is there's content marketing for their channel under their brand, like under their YouTube channel, under their LinkedIn, under their Twitter. So that's its own thing. Then there's the podcast, which is you know under my, my YouTube channel, but they're a sponsor. And then the third portion is like things like that. Like if I just go do that and then I just, all right, you know, this company is making this possible right now. They're paying me to be me. Isn't that freaking cool? Yeah. You know, like that's, that's so all sweet. I would say. Like, I'm not going to, because think about it. I can't just be like, all right, at the the beginning of every video, like some drawn out like ad, you know, like it's got to be more subtle. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Like think- even um, even a lot of the marketing managers that are on LinkedIn that are successful that work as a marketing director for that company, like half more than half their videos are not even about that company. They're just about sales strategies, but they also have a sales software piece of tool, right? Yeah. But like 
they're just providing value and then you know if you want to check out their software that's cool too it's the human so I, value I see, I see that really like that's really the focus and if if we could successfully do that it'll be very just like like it it won't our industry it hasn't really it'll be kind of new you know yeah people are just starting to catch on to it so yeah so yeah that's 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 where it is so that's so sweet i feel like that's like the the dream so you so you just cold turkey quit your job straight up Uh, so i didn't actually plan on quitting my boss knew some shit was going on and i told him i had you know like dude it was it was bad like my life was so crazy like remember i did that video like all right a, a message to my subscribers and i said like i can't balance works uh family life content creation and all this like i feel like i'm breaking mm-hmm. so then my solution was to start streaming the li- the bible every day and while that seemed crazy at the time like to then like almost be doubling down on the amount of streaming and stuff that i was doing it actually kind of helped like i don't know i want to say is kind of important in the process of i mean look at me now you know like i'm i'm actually getting to do what i what i want you know yeah um like at the beginning of the year like our church did this thing where it's like you say what you want what your goals are for that year and they mail it back to you at six months and like one of them like the three main three ones were like you know do good at work do good at uh you know with spend more time with mary spend more time with zoe and then like the fourth one was like you know have my youtube channel be become what i'm envisioning it you know like i don't know i, I don't know if i said like i want a thousand subscribers or something but i i know youtube was like one of my goals for this year and um it's it's very rewarding to actually see it becoming a thing you know mm-hmm. even if the youtube channel itself is not like the primary thing i mean like i only have 512 subscribers so but i did do a giveaway and uh so i just hit 512 today and only one person actually successfully entered in the giveaway by commenting on the video. So he's going to probably get it by default, but he actually lives right down the street. So I'm going to go give it to him, film another video. And then like the company that sent me the swag for the giveaway, like they're getting it. I feel like they'll be getting a really good value out of it. Um, like forget that only one person actually signed up. Like a, a thousand people saw the video that I was doing the giveaway just because they didn't want the stuff. Or whatever. Maybe they didn't want to subscribe to my channel because they're getting blasted with uh, Bible notifications every day. <laughs> so yeah. Um, what is up, Son Burley? We are having a podcast. Moo. <laughs> Someone said moo. Nice. I have somebody in my chat that gets really angry when I don't reply to the chat, and mm. she. She's like, like, "Why are you gonna live stream then?" Rages. Yeah. She's like, "Bye," and then she keeps saying. <laughs> You're just tell talking, to, and I've been. Tell her to uh, jump to in. If you're in. I don't. I think she's like seven. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny. It's like, all right. So last night I didn't. I didn't do my Bible stream. So like I'm a couple days behind right now. Uh-huh. So I'll make it up. I'm like as long as I do all 90 days by the 90th day. Like even if I have to make a few up that last day. It's it's not the end of the world, you know. I mm. mean, I was I was pretty lit last night. I mean, we had a few beers. You know, we went out and. And, you know, we had a good time and some good conversations actually came from that. So that was cool. But, you know, I wasn't about to like read the Bible at midnight it, <laughs> Oh, and in my Airbnb and the, the host was already kind of OCD about everything. Mm. So God bless her heart. She's the sweetest lady. But like, oh, man, like she was very particular about everything, you know. Huh. So anyways, yeah, she'd probably be like, what the heck is he doing? And, and our rooms were kind of right next to each other. So she'd probably be like, what the heck is he doing? Like some just reading out loud what's happening. <laughs> Does he do this? So, so anyway, the point of that little side story is that, you know, someone may be like, all right, you know, Zach, you didn't do it in 90 days, like every day. It's like, all right, well, what, what, what day are you on again? You know? Yeah, that's like, true. You can't really knock it until you try it yourself. And if you do do it and you do it in 90 days and all that, like, then uh, that's awesome. But I, I mean, I don't even think people are giving me a hard time. Yeah. But, no, I agree yeah. with the, as long as you just complete it in we 90 give, days. We give ourselves a hard time. It's true. Know? We're our own biggest critic. Mm-hmm. I think that that can be good though. You can turn that into your own, like it can, you can turn that into a positive and just continue it to improve. Okay. So you got to uh, check out Goldie Chan on um, LinkedIn. Goldie Chan? Yeah, G-O-D-E-I-E-C-H-A-N. 
So she is probably the biggest LinkedIn video creator. She has over 3 million, uh, about 3 million views. Gosh. She's on her daily video, like 280 or something. She basically started going daily probably even before it was publicly released. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's 280 days, I mean, she's almost been doing it for a year and it just came out in like August. Yeah. And But there was like a trial period. So she might have even been one of the beta testers. But anyways, um, she has green hair. <laughs> and Dope. I... And I kind of want to, I kind of want to paint my hair purple. So I actually went and got temporary, temporary, uh, hair color to paint my hair purple and then kind of do like as a tribute to her or as a nod to her, you know? Yeah. That's sweet. Cause I, I mean, I'm doing my own daily v- LinkedIn video series. I'm a daily, I'm a full-time LinkedIn creator before that is even really a thing. I mean, I guess other people could call themselves full-time LinkedIn creators. Like she is kind of doing what I'm doing. She does LinkedIn videos every day. And then she also has her own marketing company that she started at the beginning of this year. So, you know, it's kind of like a complimentary business thing, you know? It's not like LinkedIn is gonna write me a check, you know, cause they don't really do that yet, right? Yeah. Huh. What do you try to, what do you try to do with your LinkedIn videos? like? whatever i'm feeling just whatever you're feeling yeah so like today um i did actually three three original videos to linkedin today but uh so i did one where i got to the airport and i just kind of did a little recap like what my takeaways from this weekend were like a minute and 30 seconds Mm -hmm. and then i did another one um there's another creator that does a weekly video series and she calls it coffee with kim and she has like a 60 second thing last week i did not like a parody but like she was having coffee with kim so then like I watched it right when it came out and so like within 30 minutes I had my own video up and like responding to her you know her yeah. topic of the day but like with me drinking my coffee too you know yeah so and I'm like all right I'm having coffee with Kim and she commented I did that again today like not not because I'm gonna like do it every week but just because like I watched it and I'm like oh that kind of resonates with me it was about uh, the importance of having a mentor and also being a mentor and sometimes being a mentor could almost be as effective, if not more than having a mentor. Yeah, we talked about that too with the teaching styles of how you can be taught or you can teach. And when you teach, mm-hmm. you're like rerunning it through your head and you learn just as much. Yeah, I'm kind of thirsty. Genius. I always, I, I get dried instant. That'll but happen. yes, yeah. But yeah, no, that's good. So... So what are you doing for uh, income right now? Just still working at the church, working at the church. I just filmed a couple videos today. I got my camera set up, um, filming a couple more tomorrow and I'm still working part time at this other place. Um, oh, okay. And then house sitting when I can, I usually That's just cool. take any income I can I'm trying to save. In a way you have like a really ideal scenario cause you basically have like a, a lot of time to focus on the videos yeah dude it's perfect and, it's, and and you have like an infinite runway but in the same sense too there's nothing like a sense of urgency to kind of kick stuff into gear too you know dude okay so yeah no it's so a couple things with that so um my girlfriend just got a job like a internship where uh she's working at a wildlife place which is a like a seven days a week there's no like weekends so they have like some people's weekends will be Friday, Saturday, some will be Tuesday, whatever. Her, she got assigned where it's Wednesday, Thursday, which is like weird days. But because of how flexible my schedule is, I, I just texted my boss and I was like, Hey, what do you, what do you think? I usually I work Monday, Wednesday, Friday at this one job. I just texted him. I was like, Hey, man, is it cool if we shift my Wednesday to a Tuesday? And then that gives me Wednesday, Thursday. So now we can hang out during that slot. Like it's just, it's super nice having that, um, that flexibility, and yeah. then. That's what I'm trying to do with the stream schedule. I want to have everything just structured. And I, I mean, consistency is also super important with things like streaming. Like people are like, okay, so we know that we can go home and at seven o'clock he's streaming, like having an expectation, but stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super nice to be flexible. And I'm, I agree with the sense of urgency to try to get things kicked off. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to interpret this comment from Twitch and I'm not, I'm- <laughs> What's it say? 
Uh, awesome picks, great size, look thick, solid, tight. Keep us all posted on your continued progress. And with any new progress picks or video vid clips, show us what you got, man. Want to see how freaking huge, solid, thick, and tight you can get. Thanks for the motivation. <laughs> I, it's like half of it, I feel like he's trolling. Half of it, yeah. I feel like he's... <laughs> it sounded like actually... it was a guy that came in and trolled, but he actually knows what he's... Like, he knows your stuff. <laughs> I don't like it. All right, anyways. Um... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> How solid, thick, and tight are you? Well, you know, I got a LinkedIn. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yes, consistency. Consistency is big. Flexibility how, is big. How how has um, how long have you been with with your girlfriend now, like officially? So, officially, like three days, four or five days, but we met through Beam. Okay, this is a good so. So, uh, I don't, did you ever know Gian? I might've said this before. There was a girl on beam. Her name was Gian. She was part of the beta test. No, um, not recalling anything. So it was me. I want to say that the beta team was probably like 12 people, but Gian was one of them. And it was one of my friends that we met and, uh, she happened to live in Alabama where my grandparents live. So when I went and saw them for Christmas, we got to actually hang out and it was cool. But, um, mm -hmm. we stayed in touch, but Fast forward like six months, I was flying to Haiti using Delta, Delta Airlines, and they were garbage for that time. <laughs> it's like you're sponsoring. <laughs> Sponsored by Delta, but so they were, it was terrible. Like we got our flight shifted and they gave us like a meal voucher, but it didn't work and whatever, all this stuff. So Gian uh, connected me with her friend who was also having Delta troubles and it completely, she was in like Detroit or something. I was in Atlanta and we started talking and it was just like friend talking, blah, blah, blah. And that was like a year ago. And then, uh, this January, somehow something came up and we just like chatted and we headed off like instantly, but we got to go and meet for the very first time on Wednesday, last Wednesday, a couple of days ago. And it was Whoa. great. I thought you, how, wait, so how far away is she? She is in uh, just outside of Albany, but goes to school and outside of Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, that's far, dude. Dude. Yeah. So I, but you were worried about moving. I thought one of the reasons you didn't want to move to Virginia to work for Mr. Beast was because. So she just got an internship. Was that, a, was that a different? different no, 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 no. <laughs> So she just got an internship uh, like an hour and a half away from me. And that when I got the Mr. Beast thing, it was literally like two weeks after she got that internship. So like all this stuff was happening all at once. And uh, I don't know. I, I knew that we were serious-ish uh -huh. at that time. I was like, okay, we're serious-ish. <laughs> but that definitely played into the Mr. Beast thing. But uh, no, so we, we had not met until Wednesday. Everything was through FaceTime and texting and not meeting interesting yeah so we'll have to we'll, we'll have to uh dude we'll have to like well two things we'll have to continue some more of this conversation offline but second we should do a meetup yes dude we seriously need to new york city man let's go big or go home we talk we have a facebook page called beam meetup that we were gonna do one in new york city last or like the spring break and it it felt like it was all going to work out and it never did. Like, uh, Taylor, who I've done, uh, podcasts with a lot. She's also from beam. We had like this whole thing, but it never. Worked okay. Out. We'll, we'll get like a bus and we'll just drive there. Let's with do everybody. it. I'm totally down. We'll start in San Diego with Taylor and we'll just go all just the bus way across. across. Dude. So I, that's like live, literally live stream it, vlog that, it. Yeah. That's one of my biggest goals. Like I just want to save enough money and be flexible enough to where I can do like a, actually Sarah and I, the, my girlfriend are trying to do a, uh, in August, it, it worked out where her internship ends in August and my contract ends in August. But then I've got another contract in September. But we have all of August like open, okay. so I really want to do a road trip and do, possibly do see people. That, um, look on that website that Jack Cohn got his RV on. Yeah, we actually were thinking about that. We <laughs> talked about that in our podcast. Dude, oh, that would be so sweet. Um, but anyways, if anything, I'll just fly there and meet you there, but... Or, um, Dude, come to Richmond, North Carolina. Yeah, that would be cool too. Or DC's really cheap to fly to. Um, I can fly anywhere for free, man. What do you mean? You didn't know? I I thought I told you this. No, no I have standby benefits. What do you mean? 
So when there's empty seats on the plane, well, I know industry, it's, yeah. yeah, industry people and their relatives can get standby seats to fill those empty seats without paying. But what, what, how, like, how can you get in on that? My fiance works for American Airlines oh, as a okay. flight attendant. That's the, there's the kicker, boys and girls. Okay, so I didn't know that. So if you watch my LinkedIn video, I actually talk about this yesterday gotta, in the Daily Z. I gotta go, dude, I, I watch so little content that it's really embarrassing. Like, I need no, to, it's, it's, I need to, like, I don't watch anything. I need to, I, I that's uh, actually been something some that I wanna, I wanna get on my schedule is to watch things. Okay. But, uh, that, no, that's, it, it gains, it, it gives me a lot of inspiration. Like, like I said, some of the, like, I'm doing almost like parodies, you know, but it's on my own spin, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's almost like my style. Like, I, I started out in parodies and now it's like I'm back at parodies. Back to parody. But it's like a, yeah. It's like you, my, use my pastor, uh, saw that, um, the po podcast style interview that I did with the Airbnb guests that were getting a bunch of shit. Yeah, I did I watch know, that. Yeah, so even if you didn't watch the whole, like, whatever, 20-minute podcast, it, I made, like, a two-minute highlight, you know, reel. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's like, were you kind of, like, trying to make it, like, a parody? And I'm like, not – I wasn't trying to, but, like, that's just my <laughs> that's style. Your roots. Yeah, it's <laughs> like funny. this is – they're trying to make this a problem like let's just flip this problem on its head and and realize what this how stupid this actually is you know yeah just like 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 staying 30 years in a nine-to-five job that you hate you know yeah over the fear of over the fear of money you know yes interesting which is which is a rational fear in a lot of cases but i feel like in a lot of cases it it's it's not and even i'm like kind of crazy and it was hard for me so i can't imagine and, and I'm not saying that everyone that's in those jobs hates it. I totally understand. I think it's a smaller percentage than than what we might give credit for. But there's probably people that are perfectly happy with that, you know, mm -hmm. or at least maybe they've been brainwashed enough to where they think they are happy with that. Who knows, you know? And but that's for them to decide. That's for them to, you know. I'm gonna do what I gotta do, you know. Yes. And if and if that means like getting rid of that irrational fear to quit my job or getting rid of that irrational fear that I'm not going to have money or that, you know, like they're not going to be able to replace me. Like they already replaced me, you know? So like, why am I going to kill myself over a job that'll replace me two minutes after I die? <laughs> yes, this is true. This is true. Yeah. And then separating one of the other things that was hard was like separating. Like I am okay with those people personally. But that doesn't mean that I have to like that work environment, you know? Yeah. Those are two separate things. And it was like hard because like, you know, I'm a personal person. Like I connect with my manager, even though I, th I, th I think that him and I don't think alike, you know? Yeah. Like, um, you know, older people are typically more like stubborn, you know, like, and, and I'm, I, I think everyone is kind of guilty of that. I think as we all get older, we get more and more stubborn. Um, well, cause you would think. I think it's a generational thing. You just think that your generation's better, and it's which is I think natural. But like yeah. older people, like I think that everything's on a like the way that society and technology and everything is uh, like improving is on mm -hmm. a bell curve where like it used to be kind of slow. Now it's like yeah. ridiculous. Like things are moving so fast, and the yeah, older generation it, is just not comfortable. Like bi businesses that could make millions of dollars today we're not even a business like 10 years ago so yeah. why are we going to limit ourselves to careers that were created like 40 years ago when the office cubicle you know became a thing and then yeah you know like when we shift kind of from like a manufacturing production type workforce to like blue collar office jobs you know bureaucratical you know stuff like that yes and I mean, yeah, some some companies like, you know, they all need that and stuff, too. And, and that's fine. Like, as long as there's a good cultural fit, then I don't think it's that big of it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just it. The older generation needs to get used to it because it's kind of here to stay. All right. Let's let's drop a uh, let's drop a quick plug in for my sponsor. Do it. All right. So I am I am screen sharing. I'm gonna make it big. So this is a company. I actually I worked for this company on a project. Well, not this company. I worked for this guy right here, Walker, on a project in Dallas. 
and he's he's really cool. He actually and then he went and started his own company. This is his company, Intellic Integration. He's crazy, dude. Look at this. He put out his entire financial records in a blog post. Not like not like actual numbers, like how many million or whatever sales they got, but their actual sales beat the 2017 sales goal by 27%, 61% of the deals they closed. Like a lot of metrics, you know? Yeah, yeah. Actual, actual revenue beat the goal by 19%. Profit beat the goal by 13%. Gross, gross profit was down by 6%. So even if it was down, they still said that, you know? Yeah. How many, like, dude, okay, get this, get this. And then we'll then we'll be done with the plug. I just think this is super cool. Each team member had two weeks of paid vacation, uh, one peak, one week of personal time, ten paid holidays. Okay, so that's pretty standard, right? Mm. And then as a team, they also took additional three weeks paid off, so basically double their vacation. Dang. The week of Fourth of July, the week of Thanksgiving, and the week of Christmas, they all got to take all those days off, without using any of their vacation. So isn't that pretty cool? I mean, obviously, if the company wasn't doing well, then then they probably wouldn't have done that. But it's that mentality is probably why they're fucking doing well, you know? Yeah. Like, it seems very obvious, but, I mean, to a lot of people, it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Work environment is a lot bigger than some people think. And, like, happy people, which is... Yeah. You'd think that that's, like, super given, but I don't yeah. know. Because honestly, let's say I, like when I was working on a big project like that, and I'd go home for Thanksgiving, I'm still working on it. You know, like it's it's in my mind. I might even pull up my about laptop. It. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want to be like, oh no, I can't I can't work on the project right now because I'm getting paid to not be in the office right now. No, like they left that up to the employee of what they wanted to do with that time, mm-hmm. whether they wanted to work a little bit, whether they wanted to be with their family. Um, it's like Kurt Mercendale. Mercendale says it's focusing on the outputs instead of the inputs. Mm-hmm. And his whole speech that he did was like he was doing a speech at like some HR conference in in like Nashville or something. And they're like, "Oh, you need to make 20 slides." And he was stressing out that he had to make 20 slides. And then he realized that it was bullshit because his whole speech was going to be about focusing on the outputs. And not the inputs. The inputs being the twenty slides, but the output actually being what the audience takes away. Yeah. And so he literally just grabbed twenty random slides, didn't even look at them, and then that was just his slides. So good. And and it actually kind of helped drive home the point. Yeah. So, huh. I mean, like, you know, I mean, if I was in if I was in Dallas, like, I'd probably want to work for them, but. You know, I, I don't know. I, I like I like this. I, I feel like they kind of talked about feeling the vacuum. And so, like, they kind of create an environment where engineers can kind of work on the areas and problems that basically they, they, they need to be worked on, right? Like, if there's a problem, if there's a workflow that's inefficient, they allow them to work on that. So it's almost like I'm saying, hey, you know, I think there's a lack in marketing representation, not within just your company, but within the industry as a whole. And I want to shift that. Like, I want to change the way that people in our industry consume content. I want to change the way they think of marketing and, um, you know, social media, right? Yeah. And so it's it's almost like a really – that's why I think the partnership is going to work out really well. Obviously, you could tell who it is by now. Yeah. But, yeah. That's sweet. Isn't that cool, dude? No, it's, it's like – it's, it's kind of like – in a way, it's kind of like having a job because – like managing the social media posts and doing a weekly YouTube video series is is like I'm I'm you know being paid to produce that but that's if I set up a film like if I get efficient with that and use tools and I I do like batch filming and then yeah. batch editing for I, I could do four videos in like a day or two then edit them in a day or two and then schedule those to be uploaded you know, so it's not like a full-time thing yeah. but it's you know it's also not a full-time pay either but then it allows me to focus on the podcast, building my own personal brand and and doing whatever. So it's like, it's perfect. Yes. I think that's sweet. And scheduling like, yeah, I'm trying to like put advice into it. I think that scheduling is the biggest thing because people are always afraid that they're not going to get something done or they're afraid to start because they think that it's going to take too long. But if you you come up with a plan, plan and schedule. Yeah. Cash. 
Um, there's a really cool tool that I'm using that is actually making my workflow a lot easier. Canva.com. They have an app as well. Mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of free templates for, you know, YouTube thumbnail, YouTube banner art, social media post, Instagram square quote, Twitter post. Like, and you go to those templates and you can kind of pick one, change the picture, change the text. And it's just like real easy drag and drop interface. Um, whether it's the web one or the app, mm. so, like I made it, I, so my LinkedIn video, I made it, uh, my daily LinkedIn video is not going to, I don't think have a high production quality unless I'm specifically intending it to for a specific video, yeah. but that's why I kind of need it to be fast. So I use clip, get the clips together, cut them, sync the audio levels. And then I made the thumbnail and put that at the beginning. And LinkedIn, the way it works is like whatever's on the screen first, that's the thumbnail. So I just drop a still oh. for like a second. And then that dude, it made the video. I mean, I guess everyone knows thumbnails are important, but like it made the, um, the video actually get viewed a lot more. And even when I was talking to someone, they're like, oh yeah, I liked it. Cause you had this Portland thumbnail with big text that said Portland. And it's like a nice sunset image of the city skyline. Yes. So they're just like, oh, let's watch this. Never underestimate a thumbnail. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to keep that daily Z workflow to like I can edit it in under like three minutes on my phone and then just upload it. Yeah. But then um, I'm gonna do a day not a daily series. I'm gonna do a video series where I travel to a company within the industry and basically pretend like I'm working there for a day and maybe even like have like a mock interview, record that, um, like and basically do like a 10 minute short film on what it would be like to work for that company and my 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 opinions on it that's sweet it's like undercover boss kind of yeah and then so that way people that are not aware about that company may think that it's a good fit for them or even better people that are thinking about working for that company and see and and this kind of sounds crazy like then people like well then why would i want to make that video well if you if watching a video is going to make someone that was going to work there not want to work there then maybe it's probably best that they didn't start working yeah. there. So then you didn't have to go through onboarding and turnover costs for hiring them. And then they find out after it's really not for them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my driving force too. It's like information transparency. Like let's transform the way that business is done within our industry. Huh? That's interesting. I Yeah, that's sweet. I've wanted to do a podcast where I get people that have like varying professions or careers that just come in and talk about what the career is because like the literally the idea yeah well the idea came from that i have a friend at church that uh just graduated with a urban planning degree and i had never heard of urban planning so like Uh get some get like her on here and we talk about what an urban planner does so that if if you've never heard of it maybe you're like oh i'd like to look into that or something like basic like a if you're like a farmer we can talk to a farmer that's like tells you and you can be like okay that yeah okay i've heard of that i kind of like I, it's just like informative maybe it's something that you have heard of and you learn more about or it's something you've never heard about and you learn something you never learned and it's opening your eyes to different careers so it sounds like that's similar in yours but yours is just more specific company based yeah yeah um like i'm gonna start with with intellic because i gotta i'm gonna fly like once we kind of reach an agreement which we already pretty much have, but like, I want to go out there. We're going to get onboarded. Like we're going to have an in-person meeting. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just make that the first episode is like, all right, this is what it'd be like to work for Intellic. And that would be a, a series produced under my YouTube channel. Right. But I would just like plug them at the end. Like, all right, Intellic made this video possible and then go hit up other companies and maybe see if they'd be willing to either, either do it for free. If I can get there easily or, you know, like maybe just cover like a hotel cost something like that yeah is your so, so, some form of like just covering the cost because i, I want to make it legit and really make it like a marketing tool you know yeah is your target audience anybody or specific towards somebody who's already thinking about working at these places um so i kind of have two audiences so i have my audience that is within the industry that I use, that I work in, that I am still working in just in a different facet, the automation industrial controls industry. Mm -hmm. And 
I've actually pretty been pretty well known within that industry for a while. Like I've gone to a lot of events and spoken at a lot of conferences. My dad and mom were in the industry, so a lot of people know me from that. Um, like a lot of people already knew me, so that audience was kind of already there. And then just doing video on LinkedIn and YouTube. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I had done uh, YouTube videos about like this tech stuff that I did, like back when I was actually running my own company, like 2013, the videos were like garbage to compared to what I am able to do now, but they, they were still out there and people were like, oh, this, this kid's young, this kid's doing a video about a cool topic. You know, they didn't necessarily care that the production quality wasn't as high, right? They just, yeah. it stood out to them. So anyways, that's my one audience. And that's kind of the audience that really Intellic is kind of also, that's their target audience, right? Yeah. Then my secondary audience is kind of more broad. It's like the, the creator community, like within LinkedIn, particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe a- people that pe- people that are on the fence about like whether or not they want to quit their job. Like, like hearing me and my story like influences them. Maybe not to quit their job, but or maybe to change jobs or whatever it may be. Right, kind of like a, a, a motivational, inspirational type of speaker yeah and have like, like the a general broad, a broad audience yeah. yeah the general your your brand audience not geared specifically towards this place just more yeah. the idea i like it huh that's sweet um, it's funny because some people they're like oh i remember when you used to work back in your skater days and i'm like wow it's like people are like almost thinking that I've kind of like moved on to bigger and better things. Not, not that it's not good where I came from. Right. But like, they just kind of, I don't know, people, like I I say this from a place of like humbleness. Like a lot of people have said like, dude, you're a genius, what you're doing, like just keep doing it, you know? And that motivates me to keep going, you know? Yes. And, and it's not easy, dude. Uh, I thought of this today. I'm like, dude, this is not easy. But then it dawned on me. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't make this change because it was gonna be easy. I knew it was gonna be hard, but it's what I love doing. So in that sense, it's not that hard. It's just, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, you know. And I'm, I know sometimes it may seem like, all right, in my video, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't have a job. I can fly to Portland. I can make it like I'm going to Hawaii. Like, I, yeah, I'm trying to make it be like, all right, yeah, this is the life, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's still a lot of hard work. So I think I want to continue to reiterate that because yeah. I don't want to give people the wrong impression that it's like glamorous and that just anyone should do this. It has to be, you know, like sacrifice and stuff. And you know, like like I said, if I was if I was like loaded with a lot of student debt, man, I wouldn't have been able to do this. You know, yeah, I would I would I would have been obligated to make a higher income to pay for that. And that's another thing that's like, why don't we spread awareness? to our youth that you know maybe they shouldn't be taking out a lot of college debt because odds are that they may want to end up changing what it is they may want to do and then they'll be shackled and can't yes yeah i think that that's something that is not taught at all like even if it was too early for me to do it i felt like i had to do it just to to build build my own cause like to to reap what I like to actually practice what I preach you know yeah that's that was why I didn't want to do school because I was like I always talk about how I don't need school and but I'm still in school so what's the deal so I was like you know what <laughs> let's uh cut that one off nice man that's sweet yeah like this it. has been pretty pretty fun um if anyone is still listening we'd love to hear what you guys think of this style of podcast yeah and also that advertisement too is diff- a different style than what I typically do. Typically I do like a pre-recorded video mm-hmm. and the advertisement itself is almost kind of like a parody when I actually look back and read it. I'm like, I'm being, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like joking about the fact that it's an advertisement, right? Like, mm-hmm. but it's kind of funny. So, um, but like the one today, it was just like, all right, you know, we're just talking about the company. So it's kind of a different, um, just trying different things, you know, see what yeah. works what people like you know yeah yeah it's all about trial and error let's let's see your best intro my best intro yeah. like me give an intro yeah like you're gonna intro uh whatever video oh like- gosh dude 
What's up, guys? So today we got Zach Scriven on the podcast. I like that. Yeah, no, I like that. I can right. that you're right there. Okay. Hit me. What's up, guys? Zach Scriven here. Today we're with Bailey Stanfield. Did I say that right? Yeah. Bayfield, and uh, you're listening to the Zach Scriven podcast, helping you get the most out of life and business. I, like I don't know where to go from here. I like it. Do I? That's something that I struggle with is a constant intro and outro. <laughs> I've got a like I've sort Me of too. got an outro, but I just hate my, it. I hate my it being signature outro has just been like, and then just yeah, you know, I like do the chest the and then or... clover it up. The uh, I, I like it coming naturally. Like I don't. I always want to be like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna write down what my intro is gonna be, and then I'm gonna just say that every time. But it doesn't like, sound official. Yeah, the clap thing came from, I just did it one time, and I was like, ah, I kind of like that. So then I... To sync the audio and video? Yeah. And then... Okay. Yeah. I'm going to... I don't know if I asked you this already, but I'll ask it again for the podcast. I'm considering getting a new laptop. What should I get? Should I get a Mac? Or should I get a... What are you trying to do with it? I want it to be able to stream, and I want it to be able to edit videos. And I don't know if I want a final cut or a premiere i know for certain that if i have a pc i'll use premiere and if i have a mac i'll use final cut interesting because i think i think obviously you can't go final cut on windows but right. premiere on uh, macintosh on apple is a lot um slower than than running on the same hardware at least cost wise on a pc interesting i do i have all adobe products on my uh, Mac. So, so I, so, so you still run premiere on Mac? Yeah. I, I mean, I do premiere on Mac. I have, I have premiere, uh, illustrator, after effects, Photoshop and audacity. I mean, uh, audition and they, I mean, I've never really had a problem with them. It's gotten better cause I have the, the cloud suite. So it updates like literally almost weekly. So but, if you record a video on your PC though, then do you have, that's the issue that I'm having right now is cause I don't have editing software for, per se on my PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to put it to the NAS and then I have to pull it off the NAS over the Wi-Fi, which is slower than just the LAN mm-hmm. um, th- to my Mac to edit on iMovie. So like, I don't, I don't have an efficient workflow. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of almost thinking go l- Windows laptop so that I could run the same suite of software on my desktop so- and then just e- edit with the same experience, no matter if I'm on my PC or my laptop. Premiere works with both. I mean, like you can, and you get two, oh, okay, when okay. you make an so, account, you get two logins. Like you can have mm-hmm. it on, so like I've got it on my but the, PC. But okay, so, but that's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't run Premiere on Mac because it's slower to export than, because, and, and also I think the streaming is not gonna be as good. Like yeah, that's definitely a, something Mac beast, doesn't i7 processor on a like a i want to i'm looking at like the razor books which sweet. are kind of similar to mac but i had an know, rog so the bank for your buck is gonna be a little bit higher yeah it's yeah i think it was probably loud though it was it was pretty loud and it would get really really hot the uh i think that why i like mac is because i i shoot so many videos with my phone that i can mm. airdrop it and airdrop t- it's like like i can drop 20 gigs of video in like 30 minutes it's ridiculous how fast everything goes but uh the what was i gonna say i i I had to i had to fully escape the apple ecosystem because if you have what is the apple ecosystem no 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 why why'd you have to escape it well because if you have any part of yourself left in it you inevitably are going to get sucked back in you know that's true like if I, i still had an iphone I'd probably be like, oh, I'll just get a MacBook because then that'll be really nice. Mm-hmm. But now that I don't have the iPhone, I have a Google Pixel. I can actually evaluate whether I want a MacBook or whether I want a Pixel or whether I want um, a Windows laptop just purely based on the laptop and not based on the ecosystem benefit. Well, which... I just, there's definitely something to say about the ecosystem, though, because I had... It, it, but yes, that's when you're fully on board, but you're not taking into account that you have to give up flexibility in order to get that benefit, right? That's true. So, I mean, like, my whole streaming setup is PC, and I love it because Mac doesn't run OBS the same way. Yeah. But 
so I, I stream, I don't, I, the only Adobe products I have on here are Photoshop for thumbnails and that like, I don't, I never do, uh, any mm. editing on here. Um, okay. but I do all my editing on my computer because I can sling it from my phone and it's just the fit like at or, uh, iPhone to Mac is faster than any Android to PC. Like I, I, mm. from all my experience, like that's that the fastest phone to computer is the Apple ecosystem like i that's guaranteed like i can prove that in every way but i i don't know but you're probably comparing like have you done that on a phone that runs usb3 yeah i mean i've done it with a phone that has an sd card like you can have like if you get uh i had a friend that had the pixel and he had like he took his sd card and put it in and it it is still slower than using airdrop because the sd card though reader is typically only going to be like 90 2.0 2.0 reader well i mean even if it's a usb3 mm. what i do i mean if i'm filming on the phone uh, i'll probably just edit it on the phone there's yeah. going to be certain scenarios where i'll have both but that's going to be like a bigger project so i'll i'll have it just i'll be like on wi-fi i'll have it upload to fo- photos mm-hmm. and then i'll download it from photos and um, like on- it, it does kind of take a while if it's a longer file or I could just get my cable and then just plug it in and then just drag it off, you know? Yeah. That, but, yeah, yeah, the cable is nice. Um, but, like, I used to – I don't know how in the world I did it, but I used to use Microsoft OneDrive for all my videos. I would put it all on OneDrive and then take it off on my computer, and it took so long because it was through Wi-Fi yeah. where uh, I'm telling yeah. you, AirDrop is – it's so nice. It's through Bluetooth. It's literally, like, the fastest thing – anyway, I'm a big fan. <laughs> That's – I have to, yeah, I'm a big fan. No, it, it is pretty cool, but it would be, what's up, Brandon? It'd be a lot cooler, though, if you could just airdrop to anything. I know. I got open technology. Yeah. I wish that it, you could just match, like, yeah, because I want to build a PC. I'm not going to go away. Like, for streaming, I'm never going to not use a PC because it's just so much better. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, so I think I have to get a, a, a Windows laptop, though, because then, because I, I want to be able to do mobile streaming. So like when I go to an event like in Portland, if I wanted to start streaming it, you know, I got my 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 streaming laptop. I got my, you know, tripod and then I'm streaming, you know? Yeah. I mean, I you can you can still stream. Like I have OBS on here. It's just they don't have OBS Studio. Oh, really? Yeah. It's got OBS. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. But you can do almost the same thing. I did my last... Uh, this podcast on here but i i also i think the life the shelf life of a especially when you're talking laptops the shelf life that's of true. a mac is a lot longer but that's for true. shelf life for a pc is much longer especially when it's like a actual box frame because you can change parts mm-hmm. not going to be able to do that with a mac yeah i'm still working on a old pc uh gosh it was built like in 2011 or 12 that, this one was an 11 and it's still bueno but i yeah no, there's really, I think what it comes down to is there's really, there's no right answer. If You just have to figure out your way. And I do, yeah. it, it also depends on where you fit. Like, I film so much with my phone that I need it to be fast between phone and PC, or b- between phone and laptop. But if you're wanting to stream also, then that is another variable. There's no right answer. It's just, it's all catered to the person. And you know specs too, so that helps a whole lot. All I know the Pixel 2 is probably the best piece of technology that I've ever owned. I I debated heavily getting the Pixel 2. I, I, was it based on my recommendation or you were also think, just thinking about it? It was uh, MKBHD. I watched his Dude, review. It's his, it's his daily driver. It's oh, it's so sweet. He's got a, he, he keeps an X too. Oh, it's so nice. It's, it's a little bit big and it doesn't fit in my gimbal that well. Uh... An X would, I'm not going to lie, an X would actually be a really good, like, filming camera, even though um, I like the camera on the Pixel better, just in that it would fit in my gimbal, whereas yeah. this barely fits in my gimbal, and it, it'll 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 touch, like, I have to go a little bit out this way, because it'll touch the volume down, yeah. and then it kind of makes it slightly off balance, but I can get it to balance, and then it's nice, but it also has a pretty decent, you know, IS built in. Yeah, but no, no, nothing compared to the gimbal. Um, so that's sweet. 
Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. And I love Google. So that was, it's a different, it's different than the Android market. The, when I switched to Google Photos, it re, it just took off so much uh, like technical debt off my shoulders. Yeah. Not tech, not technical debt, but like real estate in storage. Um, yeah, just like work, like workload debt. Like I, I felt like guilty that I was taking photos and then not backing them up, and that like if let's say my phone got lost and stolen, which has happened, and I didn't do an iCloud backup, like I lost those photos for good. Yeah. Um, whereas. And, I, and I'm not having to pay for the storage, but yeah. So now like Google Photos, it's like I'm good, you know. Yeah, that's I don't, even have to th- I don't even have to think about it. Watch, I could go into Photos right now, and it'll be like, all right, clear up 13 gigs. Let's see. Free up space. And it just happened. Oh dang. And it's unlimited, right? Do you get yeah. unlimited storage? Um, I mean, iCloud or cloud storage. So there's two things. Google Photos, you have two. Anyone can go to Google Photos and start uploading. Like if it's less than a certain size for unlimited for free, if it's a high size, it'll kind of reduce the quality a bit. Mm. Um, so like, let's say it's like a, a 20 megapixel camera or something. It's like 4,000 pixels by like 4,000. It might compress that a little bit to like, you know, still more than like an HD screen. Mm-hmm. So like if you're looking at on your on your phone, you wouldn't notice a difference. But if you were going to like blow it up to print it to put it on a billboard, yeah, yeah. then you'd but then you, then again you're not going to back up that file using Google Photos. You're going to have like, you know. So anyways, it, it so for most people it's it just works fine. Now the Pixel is different in that it gets unlimited of the higher tier uncompressed storage, mm-hmm. even including 4K videos unlimited for free for three years after the purchase price in which case then it just goes back down to like a normal plan uh unlimited compressed or 30 gigs whatever your drive space is uh uncompressed Hmm. so like as if you were filming it from an iphone so yeah they basically give you three years of unlimited just for buying the phone that's sweet i did upgrade uh my google drive to the 100 gig because I use it so much, but there it is, dude. What is it? I got that pr- that purple one. Oh, that's sweet. Ooh, all right. About to be mauve. A little bit of purple. So Kurt, Kurt, Kurt I'm a, this is probably the tenth time I said Kurt Mercendiety on the on this podcast, but in a LinkedIn thread, uh, someone was like, "How to be a workplace unicorn," and it's like such and such and such. such. And my comment was like. How to be a LinkedIn video creator unicorn. And I had like four things. I'm like, start posting daily videos since LinkedIn video became a thing. Uh, have green hair. Uh, post engaging and, and entertaining content. And then like D all of the above. And uh, like some people commented on it. They're like, oh, I'm going to dye my hair. I'm like, there's, like, they're saying like, oh, so I should dye my hair. Yeah. And Kurt Mercendio said like, I'll dye my beard. <laughs> sweet so, so i actually i want to i want to do it and then in that video I'll be like all right kurt now now you got to dye your beard do it like the als challenge call out your call out your person that's going to do the the next one wouldn't that be cool That'd like be if sweet. i was if i was um goldie i'd get a kick out of it you know and it's like goldie's like liked my comments and replied to my comments before so I mean, while she may not have watched every single one of my videos, I don't think anyone expects every any one of their followers to watch every single one of their videos. But mm. I, I think she'd get a kick out of it. You yeah. know, I don't think she would take it yeah. as an offense. You know, no chance. Yeah, that'd so, be sweet. Yeah. and it'd be interactive. Do it. Yeah, do it, do it. So we should probably end this podcast here. One a.m. here on the East Coast. Thanks for staying up late to yeah, do this, dude. dude. Appreciate you having me. I'm always down to record. Document, man. Always document. Dude, man, we go back to our podcast like a month ago, and it's like I still don't even know what I was going to do with my life. Like I still hadn't quit. I was talking like I wanted to quit, but didn't have the balls to do it yet, you know? That's why. That's what I love about documenting is looking back. That's like <laughs> That should be the motivation for anybody to document. 
Yeah, I could look at this in a month and be like, damn, I had no clue what I was really doing, but I, I admire the uh, the courage, you know? We talked out. That's funny. Yeah, no, I agree. Anybody out there, please just document everything you ever do, or at least some of it. Yeah. You'll be good. That's it. We'll see you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the Zach Scriven podcast. Thank you, Bayfield, for being a guest. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'm going to end my stream here. All right. That was fun, dude. That was. I'm going to end my stream too. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening, I appreciate you staying this whole time. Don't forget to comment, favorite, share, like, subscribe, do it all, be legit. Turn on the bells. That's how you know I'm coming. That's how I'm here. So that's all I got. Don't forget that I said that. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Ring the bell for me, please. Uh, That's all I got. Do something nice to somebody. Where's the, got to get it on there. Do something nice, somebody. (gasps) Peace out.